Chen joining us now to talk about all of this is the great investigative journalist. He's also the founder of Just the News, our dear friend, John Solomon. Uh, John, this is so fascinating, this interview. We're going to be playing more of it, of your great exclusive interview with President Trump that you did just a few hours ago. Um, First off, tell us sort of some of the highlights and some of the things that you thought were most fascinating about this interview you just did with the president. Well, thank you, Rita. Yeah, listen, I think the most interesting thing, he believes this changes the equation with the Justice Department and the special prosecutor investigation of his own documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago by the FBI. So this clearly changes things. If you're going to apply the standard to me, you got to apply the standard to Joe Biden. And when, when did they start raiding his home or maybe Hunter Biden's home or his other offices? Because that's how they treated me. And I think he has uh, seized upon a, a true political reality, which is this complicates the Justice Department's investigation of Donald Trump, which has already complicated before. But this really does. How are you going to apply the law to Joe Biden, how are you going to apply the law already, as we know, to Hillary Clinton? And how did you apply the law to Donald Trump? Donald Trump ends up looking like he's been desperately treated. I think that's one of the first things. Uh, there's a second moment where he talks about why this is such an important revelation, not just for the classified documents, but a reminder that this center, this Biden Penn Center, where Joe Biden had an office, had a million dollars in salary get paid to him after he left the vice presidency, was uh, at a university that got significant Chinese funding during the time that Joe Biden was affiliated by all by media accounts, who uh, where there are actual records that have been provided to the Justice Department or to the Education Department. It's like fifty-four million dollars of Chinese money flowing to the University of Pennsylvania in and around the time of the creation and su- sustainment of the Penn Biden Center. So Joe Biden asked uh, uh, Donald Trump asked this question. Everywhere you go with Joe Biden, there seems to be a China connection. He's on Air Force Two. His son's there scoring a big deal in China in 2013. In 2015, uh, Hunter Biden is selling an American automaker parts company that makes very sensitive windshields for uh, U.S. military aircraft. He sells that. The China score is big on that. 2017, right in the time when this Biden Penn Center is being set up, uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden is working on a deal with CEFC, a Chinese company, gets a $5 million forgivable no-interest loan, and he offers the keys to that company that he's working on to his dad, Joe Biden, now the retired vice president. China, money all around the Biden family, all throughout this period, and I think the president took some extra time to really focus that, that this is more than just classified documents. It's also the China relationship, and if China had this good a relationship, maybe they had access to the documents. And so... Uh, the president really seized upon that. And there's another moment, just real quickly, that really caught me. I asked him about all the FBI censorship, uh, all the things we've learned from the Twitter files, and the president denounced it, said the FBI doesn't belong there. But he also had a moment where he showed a little bit of graciousness, which is, you know, we all like the FBI. We want them to succeed. I want them to succeed. I just don't want them to be involved in politics, putting their thumb on the scale of an election, and certainly not infringing the free right speeches of Americans. But showed a moment of graciousness to an agency that has antagonized them, whether it was the Russia collusion investigation or the raid on his own home. So some really fascinating moments in the interview. Yeah, no doubt. Wow, this is a bombshell. I mean, it's really interesting. You know, you brought up the China connection to John, and apparently the money uh, that went through to this uh, Penn Biden Center was quadrupled. Just to give some context, obviously $54 million is a lot of money, 
But the money of China funds apparently quadrupled right after this creation of this Penn Biden Center. Then the other question is, too, is where were these documents? I mean, the timing of it all. uh, And I want to ask you as as a reporter, as a great investigative reporter, which you are, John, um, and you sit there and you look at the fact that they don't know where these documents were. They haven't described the chain of custody and even where they say they found them on November 2nd, and we're finding out about it two months later, I find it interesting that they didn't report it right away in terms of publicly. You know, here it is right before the midterm. Surprise, surprise. It was suppressed. But we're supposed to believe that it's safe, that somewhere it was for a year. We don't even know where it could have, I brought up. It could have been at his kitchen table or at Hunter Biden's house. Who knows? And then it goes to this U-Pen and it's in like a like a locked closet that's like, you know, a second grader could have gotten through. Listen, a lot of this story doesn't add up as of yet. Now we need to go keep an open mind, keep digging on the facts. But one thing we know for sure, when the Justice Department announced on November 18th that uh, it was appointing a special prosecutor to look at the classified documents uh, found at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago A compound. At that moment, the Justice Department already knew that Joe Biden had a similar problem at the think tank. And it didn't tell us. It kept us in the dark on that. It kept us in the dark before the election. That's a great point, by the way. You you bring up a great point because, what, it was November 18th, right, when they appointed that special? So isn't that interesting? They appointed that special counsel, and yet they had already known about Biden and made it sound like Trump was the only headline at that time. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And at that point, there's very little doubt based on the timeline that we've been given. November 2nd, the documents are found. The National Archives are immediately alerted to this. And within a few days, the Justice Department's alerted well before uh, the November 18th announcement. So why would Merrick Garland make such a big deal about Donald Trump and not raise this other question? Now, he has named and a U.S. attorney in Illinois who's a Trump holder to do the initial inquiry. I'm told that a lot of that work's been done. And now uh, the attorney general has a very big decision to make. Will he treat Donald Trump and Joe Biden the same way, or will he keep the special prosecutor for Donald Trump and not do it for Joe Biden? These are big questions, and they feed into the larger narrative that we've all struggled with in this country. Are there two systems of justice? This, how this decision comes down, how this case comes down, will uh, add to that narrative in one way or another. And I think a lot of people are watching. Meanwhile, Congress is digging in. All these committees, James Comer sends a letter today He says, preserve the records. I want to know everything that went on here. And he uh, says, hey, I'm worried about the China connection. I'm worried about Hunter Biden cashing in and China funding this operation. We're going to dig into it. Meanwhile, the the House Intelligence Committee chairman sends a letter asking for a damage assessment. How much was American security damaged by the fact that these sensitive documents about intercepts and other information about foreign countries like Ukraine, like Iran, how much the, the, the fact that it was in an insecure location for so long did that potentially damage our national security? That's amazing. And, you know, as you point out, um, the fact that when I heard that it was Iran and Ukraine especially, my jaw dropped, John, because I was like, you know, these are the two countries where, of course, there's been so many questions. And look, President Trump was impeached for a phone call that he made to the president of Ukraine uh, because he was asking about Joe Biden, remember? Right. And now here That's it is right. this. And then I think about all the pallets, what it was, you know, it was half a billion dollars worth of money suddenly drops off in the middle of the night, courtesy of the Obama-Biden administration to Iran. We just have a few yeah. seconds left. But but the significance that the documents just happened to be from these two countries, John. 
Well, listen, they're two of the most sensitive countries uh, in, in the world right now, particularly our relationship with them. Russia wants to know what we know about Ukraine. Everybody wants to know what we know about Iran, including Iran. Uh, these are documents that probably shouldn't have been left in a closet in an insecure uh, <laughs> academic institution. Should not have been. It's just pretty simple. And the president's answer today, I didn't know they were there, wasn't very convincing. Yeah, he was like, uh, 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 and the other thing, he was reading a written statement. So, you know, somebody said, Joe, you have to read every single word of this. No ad-libbing. You know, it was like, oh, John Solomon, great work. And thank you for sharing your interview with President Trump. We're going to be playing more of that later on in this hour because it is terrific, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.